This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Let your voice be heard. Or your squad. You're my squad, yes. This is my squad back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, the voice of Harlem. If you are just tuning in, I'm here with the news politics squad of Jackie Motherlover Cohen, Alyssa, Dreshana Fuchs, and Selena. I got special curls in my hair, Hill. And if you are wondering who I am, I am Stanley Fritz. I really look nice, except for where I wear my jeggings on ice. Ooh, I'm a rapper. And this is the News Roundup, where we talk about our favorite news stories throughout the week. Things that made you laugh, things that made you cry, things that made Selena almost curse, but instead shake her head and be a better person because she thinks she's better than us. <laughs> Whatever. And if you want to join true. into this conversation, you can give us a call at 212-650-6903. Again, that is 212-650-6903. And I have a story that's going to take Selena off because it's just so stupid. An atheist group is suing the gov- the federal government to remove in God we trust from the from the, the dollar bill. Wow. Yes. Why? Why? Because they're making the argument that it violates the First Amendment because the government is not supposed to have any religion or any non-religion and that the reference to God is a reference to a religion. It's an interesting legal argument. It- I don't necessarily agree with the need to remove the word God yeah. from money because at the end of the day like it doesn't affect whether God I spend money. the money yeah. or I mean, not but I see their point which is they look at it as the government endorsing a, a religion and the government's technically not allowed to do that under the first time. When moment. I used to work at Macy's I would have customers say crazy things to me and before I reacted I would say to myself Stanley is it really worth going to war over this right here? And the answer would usually be no. This case is a perfect example of that. Do you really want to go to war in, in over in God We Trust? It's not that real. It's just I think it's just as frivolous as the Christian argument and debate over Starbucks removing uh, the Christmas I don't know. cup. No, 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 no. I They're don't totally agree. different. Like, They're totally different. I, 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 no, wait. Stop. They're totally different because Starbucks is a private company. Yeah. It's not the government. It doesn't implicate the Constitution at all. So don't confuse oranges and apples and mix them up and get a, you know. Bibles totally different things and as for your comment about the war whether or not it's worth it I mean if they're willing to pay a lawyer to bring this case then I I, mean I think that it could be worth it I mean look at what is happening like as an argument in it of itself it seems not like a big deal right but when you're looking at the culture of this country and you're hearing people like Donald Trump and Jeb Bush saying we have to like give people a Christian test to make sure that they're Christian and not Muslim before they enter this country, especially like Syrian refugees. I think that it's part of a bigger issue, which is that there is, you know, we are a religious country and we're mostly a Christian country, um, although many of us are not Christian. And um, there needs to be that separation. While in it of itself, it's like a very non-issue, right? I don't even, I don't care what's written. There's a lot of things on on the dollar bill, like, Illuminati and whatnot that I don't understand. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, I don't know. Um, That's true. But I think as a bigger argument, it's like, where does the line be drawn? And maybe that an ar- maybe an argument can be made that if you take it off the bill, we're reducing sort of that cultural identity that we are a Christian nation. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I still think that like. When it comes to just weird, like I understand, like you're saying, it could just be a larger issue. But why not talk about the larger issues? Like what what Donald Trump is doing is completely wrong. Like the the Christian litmus test should not be here. But I just think that Christians and non-believers, atheists, like I think there's things that hurt people. Sure. And that's what we should be focusing on. But, but it's a similar argument to when we talked a few weeks ago about um, taking the names of or you know figures of racist white guys off of ca- college campuses, right? That's and, like, rename. 
naming the buildings. As an issue in and of itself, it's like, okay, it's just a name. Like, what difference does it make? But when you're going onto these college campuses and there is a culture of racism where black students are often made to feel like outsiders to these, like, white systemic places, maybe it plays a big part. You know, it's it's less obvious than it seems. I don't know. I'll That's tell you my what I told argument. when we had a com- that conversation about those college students, I said go to Howard. That's, That's what I, and I agree. But I disagree. I, I, I totally we definitely disagree. We, we definitely agree to disagree here. Yeah. Well, let's well let me let me interrupt your court TV for a second, yeah. <laughs> as Margot Rubio would say. Oh, so did you guys good. hear that the GOP had another uh, circus this week? I mean, oh yeah, they, definitely. Like, oh my god, it was, I was hysterically laughing. Donald Trump, I'm sorry, but Donald Trump and Cruz and the banter and the back and forth they had was everything well, to me. And apparently, Ted Cruz offended every New Yorker. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, the he, Daily he, News cover was of the Statue of Liberty giving, giving him the, the finger. finger. Yeah, just go back to Canada. Well, well, hey, don't forget Bernie. <laughs> and Hillary and I guess Martin O'Malley he's still running apparently There, there's a debate tonight I believe Sunday night Sunday yes. night that's tonight uh, so right. if you're not doing anything tonight um, right, but in not. other big big news um, the Iran deal oh, yeah, has totally. now uh, gone into effect apparently the uh, international inspectors from the UN went into Iran apparently they have poured concrete in their plutonium, plutonium reactor they have shut down a lot of their centrifuges uh, the UN inspectors have said that they have complied with all the things they needed to comply with in order for the deal to start getting implemented. Um, in return, apparently, we have now lifted the sanctions. There are the uh, initial sanctions, not the embargo, but just the sanctions. Um, and a big part of that is... Um, our, we have done a prisoner swap yeah. and one of the people who has come home as part of that prisoner swap among uh, four other people is a reporter for the Washington Post who had been in prison in Tehran for uh, several um, about a year and a half. About a year and a half yeah. now. I was going to say several years, but it hasn't been that I was going to say several months. So, yeah. Um, so it's great. Apparently his family is extremely happy. Of course, conservatives are a little pissed off because they hate prisoner swaps, but, uh, you know. Like, well... I just go to commend President Obama for passing this historic, well, well, helping to implement this historic deal, the, Ira- the U.S.-Iran nuclear deal. Not only did it help us uh, gain domestic and, and diplomatic ties with Iran, but we've just had, a bu- I think it was like 10 Navy soldiers who accidentally drifted into Iran territory and they were captured because they weren't supposed to be there. And what happened was because John Kerry and some of our diplomats have stronger relationships with Iran, they were able to get these um, these prisoners, excuse me, these Navy sol- um, sailors freed in a very timely way. And, and uh, a timely way, and they weren't even harmed. So I think that all of the backlash that President Obama continues to get against passing this deal, which essentially stopped Iran from making a nuclear program, is just, again, a waste of time. Did you guys see the State, the state of the Union? Yes. Yeah. That was everything, and so was Michelle's dress. I'm sorry. She walked she in sweet. like a pack of money. Mage- Magellis. <laughs> this is what she watched the State of the Union for. Yeah. Not any of the president's proposals. Oh, she no. was doing Fashion 101. Yes, who's I where, was. Who, well, you know, defense, who's the best and worst dress? I went dress. for the politics, and when I saw Michelle in that dress, I said, Lord Jesus, thank you. <laughs> the way that melanin was popping, I was like, mm. Yo, you better not say that on the radio. Obama's going to drone strike you if yeah. you talk about yeah. this woman like that. Uh, my wife is mine. No, and Obizi, he started off like, I know a lot of you want to get back to Iowa, to the caucus. 
don't worry, I've done it twice. I'll be giving <laughs> yeah. pointers afterwards. Oh, yo, he was sending shots. <laughs> yeah, he yes, was. he did. Yes. Pow, 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 pow. And you know what? He still wasn't as disrespectful as he could have been. And then Paul Ryan, do you guys see all the memes of Paul Ryan yes. after the debate and during the, 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 um, the State of the Union? It was so great. Okay, why was Kim Davis at the State of the Union? Somebody answer oh, that for me. Oh, she's still around? She was there, yeah. Why was she, she, was why was she there? And um, I'm sorry, like, why was she wearing that rag of a thing? Did, at least if you're going to go to the State of the Union, <laughs> dress up. No, like, they're like, going to give you a How disrespectful are you going to be? You wear a quilt to the we State saw, of the Union. We saw... <laughs> That's what it looked Maybe like. Maybe she got it. Talking about the fashion police. For real. I'm getting all fashion police on Kim Davis right Maybe now. She, like a, she deserves it. I don't know what she was doing. Yeah, Christian listen, no gay people are one. I'm going to let you have you not let them marry it. Yeah, you I'm could, sorry. You no gay she has people no gay are going <laughs> to let you marry them when you're looking like that. Well, she clearly has no gay friends because she can't dress. <laughs> no, like, that's oh, what you're saying. Hell no, honey. That's a horrible stereotype. Let me not say that. Who invited her? Can I ask a question, guys? I got very frustrated after the State of the Union. A lot of people on the progressive side... Like it's his. It's President Obama's last year in office. By all metrics, he's done a good job. But then there were people who I think highly of criticizing him. Alicia Garza, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, was like, "Oh, well, you know, he doesn't care about black people. He didn't mention the protesters at all. He didn't mention he Flint, Kanye? Dante <laughs> Berry of um, Million oh. Hoodies. He he thought that the State of the Union was garbage. And the president hasn't like yeah and." It's his last year. You act like he spent all eight years just slapping black children and peeing in Michigan's water. You know, listen, <laughs> I have this feeling, and I'm not saying it, like, and, and it's activists, you know, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. It doesn't even matter. There are activists out there. I'm not targeting anybody you just mentioned per se, but, like, nothing is ever good enough for them, right? They're never able to say, yeah, good job, as long as there's some other issue that hasn't been dealt with yet. Versus, I think there's people like you and I where we're able to say, yeah, Good job on this, but we still got a lot more that we need to get done, and let's get it done. But there's other people that are like, oh, well, you know, this issue hasn't been taken care of, so everything else is garbage. Well, I mean, like, that's the way it's supposed to be. You can never be satisfied because, like, you always have to keep pushing. But it gets frustrating sometimes because it's like, come on, you see all he's been up through. You can disagree with his policies without, like, just trashing him. Yeah, give him some credit. I mean, I think I agree, but I do think that from, like, an activist perspective, it's a little, you know, you don't want to seem like, okay. Complacent. like you, Yeah, you don't want to be complacent yeah. ever. And when we have such odds that we're fighting against, right, you don't want to seem complacent because people will take advantage of that. It's like dog-eat-dog, dog, you know? But I think yeah. you well, cannot seem, you can give credit where credit's due right. without seeming complacent. Yeah, that's, sorry, go ahead. But I want to say, there's, there's a place for activists and I appreciate Dante Berry and the leaders of the Black Lives Movement because we do need those voices. I am somebody who's a little more practical and a little more moderate when it comes to things of that well, nature. practical, not really, but I appreciate their voices, and they say things that I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't necessarily agree with. But you know what? They're out there pushing for reform, yeah. so I respect them. And like, I I appreciate the fact like they keep certain issues like out there. Talk about what's going on in Michigan. Talk about the drone strikes. But you can talk about those things when when I'm doing like a press release for work. They always say like attack the issue, not the person. And sometimes right. I feel like that line gets mm. crossed without like, oh, Obama ain't doing nothing for black folk. <laughs> He's setting us back. Like, oh. He's, he's been a horrible, like, you're a horrible to, president. To, uh, you know, and my response to that is always, uh, if Mitt Romney would have won, or if John McCain would have won, 
Do you think they would have done anything, you know, over and above? Like, like, and, and then people will get at you like, oh, well, you're just making the argument that, like, this is the better of two evils. And you know what? If you want to feel that way, that may be true. In your mind, this may be the better of two evils. But did you want the worst of two evils? <laughs> right. I mean, we have the My Brother's Keeper. I just want to say the My Brother's Keeper initiative is something that President Obama and his administration have been doing to aggressively help black and brown boys at risk. I mean, I don't know if any other president would have even thought to do something so radical according to White House standards. Jackie? Yeah, I I don't know. I think give credit where it's due, certainly, and it's always okay to commend people on, um, you know, having good intentions and starting to, you know, take on the right issues. But I do think, like, I remember when um, Black Lives Matters protested Bernie Sanders and helped angry people were about that but look at how right they were to do that because look at how we're addressing this issue and look at how it it sort of changed his campaign and how now even candidates on the right are addressing the issues because they're so afraid like okay if these activists are going to go after the people that seemingly align with them what are they going to do to us when we totally don't and how are they going to like come after us at their at our event so i think it was totally the right move and i don't think it's it's ever on to not be complacent. Well, thank you, Jackie. That was a good point. So, guys, before we go on break, we got to make sure we get one of our regulars on the line and let his voice be heard. But the Omar, please let us know what you're thinking. Okay, thank you so much. And once again, happy Kings weekend. And then I'd like to also wish uh, our First Lady, uh, uh, Michelle Obama, a happy birthday. Today is her 52nd birthday. I know you gentlemen should never tell ladies' age. And then, of course, the greatest, Muhammad Ali, his birthday is today. So happy birthday. Uh, what I want to say, uh, those who criticize our president for not doing enough for uh, African-Americans, every time he mentions prison reform and he tries to do prison reform, indirectly he's talking about us. Because it's the poor, it's the black, it's the Latino who are in prison. The black male, we represent a shade under 6% of the population here in the United States, yet we are 55% in the prison system. So when he says we want prison reform and he's going after that on his agenda, he is talking about us. Thank you so, very much. I mean, let's make it clear. I mean, let's uh, you be, um, let's keep it real. This is what's happening, and and you have sisters who are going in and out of prison at an alarming rate. So he's talking about us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's uh, I mean that's all I want to say. I mean I, I'm I'm sick of people criticizing this man for everything he tries to do. I mean, read what's going on. He has another year. He's going to do a whole lot of stuff. Trust me, he's not a lame duck president. He's going to do a whole lot of quote underlined stuff before he's out of there. Trust me. Thank you so much for that, Brother Omar. I'm sorry we had to let you go, but I do want to say it for you since we had to turn your mic down. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it either, Brother Omar. <laughs> Guys, we had to go on a quick break. Brother Omar, I love that passion. You had that heat. Bars. If I had a bomb, I would drop it. Not like a real bomb, like the, the, the audio bomb, just to be clear about that, guys. So we're going on a quick break. This next song is dedicated to Michelle Bay Obama because I want her <laughs> to swing my way. Nikki, on the track. I 